Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Woo! Good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Thanks for hanging out with us. Show is brought to you by the uh, Patron Extra Añejo and Delicious Steaks, Kessler Prime and the Renaissance, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. We have a super cool Patron Tequila Lime Green Helmet on the set. Looks great with our Tito's helmet, and I'm happy to have it. Uh, it's the it's the full meal deal. It's like, it's not the shell. It's like a helmet. Have you picked it up? Yeah. No, whenever I whenever I brought it in, because it came on Friday, I think, and I brought it in, I was like, is this wearable? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I'm glad it said replica, so I didn't try to put it on and, you know, go, go knock some heads. But that's the real deal. It is. The helmet lineup is pretty sick today. It's good. I, do I need to get a, uh, you know how I have an Ohio State pullover? You do. Yes. I, do I need to wear that in honor of Quinshawn Judkins going to Ohio State? Oh, that'd be disrespectful to Michigan. This t- today's okay. their day. Give them a week. Okay, you know. But but my next deal was: Do I need a jump man pullover? It, since Michigan was the first jump man team, Ooh. Jordan called Harbaugh, whatever it was, nine years ago, and um, do I need a a Michigan hoodie? I think the, I do. The only way that you can rock the jump man is if you bring back the do-rag. What, the fans want it. I'm asking for it. Bo with the do-rag. Bring back the jump man sweatsuit. Go I'm in. Full Michigan and do-rag. Did you see Michael Jordan and Derek Jeter and Stephen A. and all them yeah. in the uh, suite last night? There was a. Uh, they estimated that just those four, along with Travis Scott, who's a hip-hop artist, um, huge. Uh, those four alone... Their total net worth three point five billion dollars. Is that a lot? I think it's. Uh, they could buy a cheeseburger, at least. Yeah. Smash burger, or maybe a pretzel dog at the game. Ooh. <laughs> maybe one of those. Bad you think boys. they had pretzel dogs in their suites? Probably. In their so. suites, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. No, they don't like fillets anymore. The fillets overdone for Derek Jeter yeah. and for Michael Jordan. How many ribeyes can you have? Can I tell you something? Speaking of sweets, you know, we've come a long way, right? In the, in the United States, but especially in this area. And so I've, I've been down to New Orleans, and uh, we, we have two clients that have suites, and, uh, and I have a friend um, who's had a suite. And so, you know, been able to take in Saints games and the national championship game. Jeff Jones somehow got us in a suite. I mean, I don't know. Here, bottom line. Can you believe, you know, so right when everybody started going in suites 25 years ago, whatever it was, um, maybe longer. You had you had regular food, Jason, which I like. I like a hamburger. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with a hot dog. 
but I like chicken strips and so um now you go to a Saints game or a Pelicans game or any NFL or NBA game, you know what you can get? Well, like beef Wellington? Su- well, you can, but sushi. <laughs> what? I've had sushi in the Saints suites. <laughs> or Seriously. Or Superdome suites. And it's good. Sushi. I don't know how they do that. Because the mass food thing doesn't work in Starkville and Oxford. I mean, the food's awful in the club level and suites. What? Um, I haven't been to the Ole Miss club level in a, in a while. Yeah. But... Mississippi well, State it, has some pretty good it, food. It, it is. Okay, let me back that up. Let me walk that back. It's, you can pick your spots, and you being kind of a human garbage disposal, I mean, you, you, you kind of, if it's food, you're in. Yeah. yeah. Okay? I mean, I'm eating the I mean you're a buffet guy. <laughs> no doubt. Right? No doubt. I mean, the standards aren't high. Let's just, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a quantity <laughs> thing, not quality. So I'm sure you walked into the club level with your future in-laws this year. And 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 this there's all these food bars in the club level where you were at Mississippi State and they look great, okay? Like the way they do it in both club levels, it looks good, right? There, you got this food bar, you got this food bar, you got this blah blah blah. blah oh yeah, whatever. And I bet you went to town, didn't you? No doubt. Did I'm, you eat the whole damn game? I'm eating the chili. Like they're when when they're doing nachos. Man, I bet it was fun being around you in the second half. <laughs> Throw that on top. I had a had a Bloody Mary. You know, I and I went to a uh, I went to the Ole Miss Mississippi State baseball game in Starkville in the spring last okay. year. I didn't so, know you had gone. So you went to an unbelievable stadium. Yeah, great stadium, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's better than a minor league stadium. I, you know, I don't have too much pride to say the old stadium rocks. Yeah, the, the, no, it's state it, stadium. It's a million times better than yours. But yeah. go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all I'll added onto yours fourteen times. It should have torn it down in like the oh nine or oh ten add on and just redone it go ahead yeah i wasn't gonna go that far but they had you know really good food i mean so that's what also i haven't been in a club now i do agree with that why is it at baseball that the food's better than football you just you just said something it's like a mentality because you know our brains tell us uh, we fool ourselves right you just you just made a great point why is it that i think you're right that the baseball food is same food think is better than, now they have chick-fil-a well now they have chick-fil-a in the stadium yeah okay huh a, a dog. why is a chick-fil-a sandwich so good on a saturday or a sunday of a sec series in baseball Ooh, why is that like it's well i don't i don't eat chick-fil-a because i i, I recognize their their brilliance and their model right should be taught in every business school and mba school in the country that's really all you would need, and then just give people a degree and let them go. But, but I can't. You know, I've told you I can't wait in line. Yeah, and so right, when I'm out right. of town, I'll text Wendy, and she gets on the app. And I can just drive up there wherever I am and and get a get the bag of uh, not cash, unfortunately, but a Chick Fil A sandwich. <laughs> so why is a Chick Fil A sandwich better on a Saturday at a game? What I, is that about? First of all, we're happy, right? You um endorphins right are going off because we're excited to go see our team play is this is are you with me yeah yeah all right you're not going to work you're at a game that you're you're at a sporting event of the team that you love and your alma mater or you're a fan of Mm -hmm. is that it just kind of everything's lined up it's saturday or it's sunday and but i think chick-fil-a i think and nachos and stuff are better at baseball ballparks than football I see. I agree, and I think it's the atmosphere. 
Okay. In baseball, it's slower. More, yeah, slower. We're all so wound up on Saturdays in the fall. Right. I think you're right, Jason. Because uh, you got 27 innings over three days, which yeah. is awesome. Right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Huge. And it's just more of a, I can get a Chick-fil-A sandwich, open a bush light, and kind of just, you can kind of ease into the deal. Is that fair? Yeah, I also think that baseball is more traditionally food-centered. Okay. You know, buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Like, it's more, yeah. you know, there's so many traditions. Say, like, the opposing coach goes up and talks to the pitcher or goes and talks to the umpire. Right. And then the home team plays the baby crying noise or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's more traditionally, like, I'm going to... A dog tastes way better in the baseball park. I think that boy's right. They're better because they've been steaming in that bag for a long time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had Lavin Mania up last year. Pete Lavin, general manager of the Embraves. Right. And uh, he brought a, you know, he's a he's a baseball junkie. He's obviously GM of the Mississippi Braves, but he's been, um, you know, with the Cardinals and some other organizations. But, um, and and so I went downstairs because we were hosting him and I bought like 10 chicken, uh, Chick-fil-A sandwiches. And I, there was something about it. It was like majestic. You know, it's, it's funny. I, we're going to have to continue to kind of expand on this topic. Why food is better in the basement. Uh, also, I think foul pole to foul pole in the left field lounge. I mean, that's mm. the culinary spot in collegiate athletics. Nobody yes. nobody co- cooks food like that in any other sport in college athletics. Have you ever been through the lounge and, and had food? Not in Starkville. My grandfather always had a tent at Ole Miss. And I mean, they would cook everything from... Alligator bites to boudin to, you know, whatever. I mean, depending on who you're playing. But no, never been to the left field lounge in Starkville. Okay. We are going... Uh, for our listeners, hit us up on the text line, 601-885-3776. Tell me where we're taking Jason this spring, March or April, to uh, throw down with some unbelievable food, foul pole to foul pole in the left field lounge. Back in a second. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Oh, man. Jason talking about eating mystery meat pasta. Good Lord. What'd you call it? Beef stroganoff? Beef stroganoff. It's not mystery meat. You know what? It, you know exactly what it is. I, that sounds awful. <laughs> That's what it... That, I've never once thought, damn, I want some beef stroganoff. Or a plate of spaghetti at a basketball game? No. Come on. No. Watch your team score with a plate of spaghetti? No. Little, no. Little but ragged. you did ask me about nachos at a basketball game. 100%. 100%. Love it. Baked cheese, nachos, jalapenos. Now you got beers in the hump and the pavilion. Huge. Yeah. When I went to Lane Kiffin's press conference, I got a blue moon. Wow. And it, it got 11,000 views on Twitter. You just 
drinking a blue moon. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what was going on. I mean, Blake, that was back when Blake would just hammer me, dude. You got to do more video every time you're somewhere. Just do something. So I was sitting there in the stands or whatever in the seats. I'm watching. I guess Keith yeah. and the Chancellor address introduce the, you know right. Lane and they're kind of going through this whole thing and I'm like, all right, this is cool. And Todd Wade and I are meeting, and I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, you know, I'm getting bored. Let me go get a beer. Um, but, yeah, I think basketball, nachos, for sure. Yeah, because the sun's not beating down on the cheese, you know? I feel like that's the perfect. That's a great point. Temperature control is 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 a, <laughs> you know, we love being outside in baseball in, in March, April, and May. I don't know if we love being outside February 20th when the Rebs and the Dogs start. But we all go because we are absolutely bat blank crazy over our baseball teams. And we go out there and freeze our tails off for the first at least few weeks. But it is what it is. Um, I mean, both stadiums are sold out. People love it. And that's what's driven these programs to be good. I know they didn't do well last year, but they have been really, really good, obviously, with two natties and all kinds of postseason play. So, um yeah, I like nachos at a basketball game, and I'll be going to a basketball game Wednesday and Saturday. Mississippi State has Tennessee. Your team just played them. Yeah, you'll they're be fine. Ri- uh, <laughs> you'll be fine. No, they're <laughs> they're really good. Yeah, no, that's. Hey, I mean, at least you got to see them do it to someone else first. Like we didn't get to see Ole Miss didn't get to see Tennessee do it to another <laughs> SEC school yet. So we were like, hey, maybe we've got a shot. You know, maybe North Carolina is just a maybe it's a fluke. Yeah, maybe no, it's a fluke. They're good at basketball. Yeah, Tennessee, they might be a basketball school now. Uh, no, I think you're on to something there. Actually, yeah, they've got a heck of a program. Um, you know, I took a shot at Rick Barnes um, when he took the job because I always thought he underachieved in the postseason, which I'm right. But message board genius decided to uh, was it message boards? No, it's the other one. Blake had the guy. What's the guy that? trips us up as media like when we say something he he posts oh, uh, freezing cold takes yes, or something. Yeah, yeah we had the guy from freezing cold takes on and and i i, I said that uh oh man i made a bad i said kevin stallings was better than rick barnes <sighs> evidently i was drunk on tito's <laughs> bloody married too early huh yeah i don't know what happened um anyway long story short um, I don't think Barnes has done what he needs to do in the postseason, but holy smokes, Jason, they've won a lot of they've won a lot of games, and um, so yeah, Mississippi State gets the uh, mighty Tennessee Vols tomorrow. You want to go ahead and call it that? Jans pulls the upset. Ooh, I, you know, maybe. I mean, it's in Starkville. <laughs> you know, it's in easy. Starkville. I'm kidding. Get Tulu going, man. No, Tolu, Tolu, get yeah, Tolu going. Tulu's going to the NFL, right? Right. But uh, or I hope he makes. An NFL team. By the way, y'all host the Florida Gators. And I thought Florida looked good against Kentucky, Jason. I really did. Um, and they've got some pieces. Um, again, they're long. Um, and, yeah, I, I think I think they're... Look, that, that was a tie game. Actually, Florida was up late. Then a tie game, and then Kentucky uh, pulled away. Now, I think Cal will will screw Kentucky up um, because he's Jimbo Fisher. But, um, well, a little Eddie O. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. He's a little Eddie O and a little more, obviously, way more polished because he, you know, he's he's wearing those five thousand dollar suits and 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 looking good. Um, Cal is a combination of Eddie O and Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Wow. So egotistical that he can't get out of his own way and suffocates his talent, as I talked about yesterday. So, but let me tell you something, man. I knew Kentucky was good, and I'd watched them once in December. Holy Mary Olzab, they've got players. And Dillingham can do it all. All. And they got guys, again, what did I say? A little bit about South Carolina. Tennessee does too, right? But they got guys that can, they, they can play basically four different positions. Long, length, athletic. Jans is going to have to go get some of those some of those dudes to pair with Hub, and then they can win big. As um, I'm not saying that this year's gone by any stretch for either team, okay? But I just don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna do. Um, I and I don't know if I don't know if Chris knows what he exactly wants yet. He's trying to give Shaq and Davis the benefit of the doubt, um, and evidently Fort's just not not developing at the rate or just maybe not good enough. You needed to go get another player other than just hub. Uh, well, you got the Marshall kid. That didn't work out. Mm. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Matthew Morrell is your guy averaging over 16 a game. Yeah. He's a hell of a player. I mean, Ole Miss has scores. It's, it's kind of like the opposite problem of Mississippi state last season, you know, state last season, great defense, didn't want to score. Right. This season, Ole Miss scores at will. Uh, not against Tennessee. <laughs> but, right. But, you know, is great at scoring. Oh, I don't know who's going to score at will. And then and then can't play defense. You know, I mean, almost losing to Detroit Mercy. Be, beating them by one point. Y'all won a bunch in, of close games. Earlier in the, in the which, season. That's yeah. a credit to Beard. Um, and the team. But uh, now, now it gets real. So, Ole Miss plays Florida in Oxford. And Mississippi State hosts Tennessee in Starble. I'm kind of scared of Auburn. Is Arkansas that bad or is Auburn that good? Winning by 30? Did you see Musselman after the after the game? Yeah. He was telling reporters, pick what you want yeah, to talk I about. Mean, he's like, guys, there's no point in breaking this down. We were awful all the way. Name it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were awful running out of the tunnel for the layup drill to start the game. Um. Well, look, you talking about somebody who can throw down in recruiting? Bruce Pearl is not scared to run it up in a recruiting battle. Got to give him at a, at a football school. Right. I mean, he took Auburn to a Final Four, right? He did. Like, that's pretty impressive for, like you said, a football school. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what Ole Miss and State, you know, are always trying to do. Like, Tennessee last year had a pretty banner year over all sports. You know, basketball, baseball, and football. Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody's trying to accomplish. Alabama did a, a pretty good job of it, too, besides in the tournament getting put out by San Diego State. Dang, you remember that? Yeah, of course. I won the I won the bracket challenge. Come Taking on, a shot you... at Nate Oates? Yeah. Alabama well, Crimson Tide head coach? Sorry. I always mess with Ron Fowler, 109 the game, Tuscaloosa. I'm like, how many of your listeners know who your basketball coach is? 10%? <laughs> Stop it. I'm just, I swear they don't know who <laughs> Nate Oates is. They do not. Um, Why would you? You know? Yeah, I mean, they don't even know a building on campus because they didn't go to Alabama. They know three syllables. Nick Saban. Right. 
That's all you That's need. Right. Roll then, yeah. Tide. <laughs> Two more. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, baby. Roll Tide did not win it. Georgia did not win it. I love it. And uh, the Michigan Wolverines won the national championship. Our national championship discussion today brought to you by, what do we want to do? Co- Kona Big Wave Golden Ale? Ooh, yes. I had one of those yesterday, right before the game. It was like five-ish. I was getting ready. 6.30 kick. Went to the back bridge and uh, had a Kona Big Wave Golden Ale. That's a delicious beer. You ever had one? Uh, Liquid Aloha, of course. Liquid Aloha. Kona, Kona, Kona. Big Wave Golden Ale. Okay. Mike Dettelier coming up next. Dennis Allen, they're going to keep him. Man, that's not getting anybody excited. Mm. He won four or five on an easy schedule to finish nine and eight. He's going to fire Carmichael, I think. I don't know. Mike D coming up next. Saints Insider. He'll join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, and we are live in the Bank Plus studio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He is Mike Dettelier on ESPN 105.9 The Zone, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. This segment is brought to you by Sound and Communications. Do you need a video wall for your law firm, for your company? Um, oh, gosh. Hospital. You name it. Video walls powered by soundcomav.com. Sound systems for football stadiums, basketball arenas and gyms, or baseball stadiums. Sound and communications. Soundcomav.com. Mike D., good morning. What did you think about that football game last night? Uh, well, it certainly wasn't exciting as what we saw New Year's Day. But, um, you know, I put this out on Twitter when, it, it, it popped in my head that, you know, when you have a lot of these really talented basketball on grass team, uh, they, they play uh, a real physical kick-ass team like Michigan. Yeah. You find out, you know, that um, the matching up of physicality is still important in college football today. Winning up front. Uh, and I, I thought Michigan's ability to win in the trenches was the big deciding factor in that. You you find out real quick, man, when you don't match up up front and they affect your quarterback, and that's what happened last night. Michigan's pass rush and being able to get in the face of Michael Penix uh, really affected that offense. As, as good as Washington is, and their pitch and catch game is really good. Now, with Dylan Johnson not 
you know, healthy. It took away a big chunk of their offense in wanting to run the football. But, man, Michigan's physicality won it, just like it did the week before mm-hmm. uh, against Alabama. They they matched up against them, and they won that battle. They certainly won it last night against Washington, and it was the overriding factor. Mike Dettelier on the Out of Bounds show. Uh, Harbaugh, whether you like him or not, and all his stuff, he is a phenomenal coach. You know this, Mike, being in the business. He won at San Diego. They don't even offer scholarships. He went to Stanford. They were god-awful. You know, built it from the ground up. That thing had been burned down. The 49ers were terrible when he walked in. And now with Michigan. I, I, he He's one of the best, uh, regardless of him being polarizing and, and so on. You agree? Well, he's he's a very good head coach. He understands how to win a certain way, and he does it, okay? Uh, his personality, he ain't Watusi, okay? He's a little bit off of that. But, man, he, his teams uh, look a certain way, win a certain way, and I think you've seen him coach his last game in college football. I, I think now he said it to the pros, uh, way too many offers. And when the NCAA wants to get you, they're going to get you. And I think they they have him in their sights. And, and we saw this before. Uh, we saw it years ago with Pete Carroll and USC. True. Uh, when they wanted to get Ole Miss a few years back, they got him. Uh, they went after LSU and Will Wade. They got him. So I think – He's out of there. I think you've seen him coach his last game. He's a terrific coach. He is able to relate to today's players very well. And I think that's the important thing, Bo, that he's won at the college and pro level. Uh, There aren't a lot of guys that can say that. Jimmy Johnson did. Yes. But there are very few coaches that have been able to have that type of success in college and translate it into pros. Saban didn't. Spurrier didn't. Okay. They got a long list of those guys. He's been able to do it. Just a fantastic coach. But he's got a certain style of how to win. And he has not really moved away from that okay so Mike Dettelier NFL Saints LSU insider where where does he land Raiders Chargers what what happens here Mike D I I've always sort of felt because he knows the area well that Chargers would be the number one spot now I gotta see the ownership of part of uh, the Chargers pony up that type of money. If not, I think the Raiders would be uh, another spot for him. I don't know why I've always sort of felt he would end up out west, but, uh, you know, that's sort of where he got his crank up in his business. And, and you pointed out San Diego and Stanford 49ers, that that's where he would sort of return back. So, I think if the money's right, why wouldn't you go to the Chargers? 
got a quarterback already in place. They have one of the more talented rosters in the NFL. They just haven't won with all that talent that they've accumulated. I would look at that real closely before I go to Las Vegas, to be honest with you. When you have a quarterback in place, I think that that is such a big part of turning around a franchise. Because you can rebuild in the trenches. But, man, to get that special quarterback is really difficult. Mike Dettelier talking Jim Harbaugh and where he could land with all these job openings. Um, Mike made a good point. Looks like he, he wants to go back out west. His wife's from there. He spent a lot of time there at San Diego and Stanford and uh, the San Francisco 49ers and was great at all three. Uh, now a national champion, and we'll see what happens here over the next few days. So that takes us. I'm already getting text on the text line, and we're going to ask Mike D. about the Saints. All right, Mike, um, you and I uh, exchanged text messages yesterday. Uh, Dennis Allen and the Saints win four or five. Uh, nine and eight on an easy, easy schedule, though. But uh, Dennis Allen, uh, Miss Benson, and Mickey Loomis, he will be retained, Mike D? Yeah, I felt that, you know, he's going to survive and he's going to get another year there. Okay, if, if he was going to be gone, wouldn't it have happened yesterday? <laughs> um, I've, I've always just sort of felt the way Gail Benson and Mickey run the Saints. They like continuity. Uh, they feel as though they want to keep things in place. And a lot of people feel different, but they they don't run the Saints. <laughs> you know, Gail and, and Mickey and Dennis Lau should do. And so, as I told you yesterday, he ain't going anywhere. And so Dennis Allen stays with the Saints. Woo. What happens with Carmichael? I think that's where the change comes in. I think that area, along with offensive line, um, you know, Doug Marone, he, he's coached a long time in the NFL. I wouldn't be surprised maybe he retire from the game. But uh, I think that's where the change comes in. That offensive coordinator along the offensive line uh, is where I think you'll look for the change happening and that you know there's already a lot of rumors going around about them maybe trying to bring in John Gruden in some category uh, to help this offense John's lawsuit uh, against the NFL is going to happen or maybe even some settlement with it sometime this week I've always felt there's no other way for him to get back in until he settles that lawsuit against the NFL. But once he settles it, then I think he would return back to the game. And uh, John did spend some time with the Saints in the offseason and in training camp. And they've had some discussion uh, with Gruden possibly uh, coming back to the NFL as an assistant coach in some capacity. Hmm. And uh, I know he's had a good relationship with Dennis Allen. Golly, I think, I think Gruden is so overrated as an offensive coach, Mike D. I agree. 
God bless you. I'm glad uh, you said it, and I was going to say it too. Um, you know, I, I I get you know the the fanfare around him, but I I agree with the part about being overrated. One hundred and fifty percent on that. Yeah, he's uh, he's the Jimbo Fisher of the NFL, or Jimbo's the Gruden of college football. Uh, they both won a title. Um, things really lined up, and I just think they're both pretty average at as OCs and play call. Wow. Well, Saints, what is your you're down there in the heat of it? You got the best show, the biggest show. You and Bobby uh, on the biggest station and all that. So what? Like the the Saints fans up here, Mike, are not excited about. They ain't happy. Okay. Okay. I can tell you that it's probably ninety to ten. They they not real happy about um, you know them keeping Dennis Allen as head coach. But you know we have sort of read the tea leaves and sort of hear certain things for over a month now that. It led to this that Dennis wasn't going to go. Now, yesterday at his press conference, he said he hadn't been told officially that he's going to return. But what head, what head coach does a, a press conference on the Monday afterwards if he's going to get fired? Wow. Okay. Common sense tells you he's not doing that if he's leaving. No, you wouldn't think so. You're exactly right. Yeah. right? Uh, so. My thing about it is um, I think he does return for one more season. Gail Benson, again, I'm, I'll repeat this. I think she likes continuity. She doesn't like um, any sort of dramatic changes unless she's got to. So it all this sort of led us to say he would return. And I get the people's angst about it. Sean raised the bar here very high. Yeah. And when you win a Super Bowl and when you've went to um, playoff games as many times as Sean did, that's what the fans want and expect. And I and I get that because, you know, you play in the game to win and you play in the game to win championships. Now, this is three straight years. This team has not made the playoffs. There's a lot of anger out there from Saints fans, and I get it. Everywhere I go, I hear it too. I bet I you do. Everywhere. I can't, can't imagine. You're you're one of the biggest Saints personalities, and you do a great job. I can't imagine everywhere you go, you're getting the feedback. Right, you're you're getting the pulse of the fan base, and I would think right now, running back Dennis Allen and Carr and this and that. Um, is just not very exciting. See, for Gail Benson, the checks still come in, Mike D, right? I mean, you're still going to make $500 million or whatever it is just from owning an, an NFL tr- uh, franchise. Um, but running that back is, uh, wow, Dennis Allen's boring. I mean, I'm sure he's a good guy. You know him. But um, I guess the question for me to you is, do you think that Dennis can turn the corner and become a a, a playoff caliber Head coach, Mike D? Well, they were real close this year, but it was with the easiest schedule I've seen in my lifetime with the Saints. Uh, They'll never catch another schedule like this again. Next year's look at that schedule. 
it is totally different from this year. And so, man, it's it's going to be really difficult uh, to do. And they have one of the older teams in the National Football League. And I think, you know, this is going to be the tricky part of trying to get that franchise back, say, into the playoff hunt with what I would try to do is to get younger. Because there comes a point wherever you look at it, because of salary and everything else, that you got to have a younger team. What has aided them is they need that superstar quarterback in the NFC South you had to go up against. Uh, there's not you one. hear that long, that long pause? That means they don't have one. <laughs> Okay, then okay, and I give Baker a lot of credit. He he really was the surprise sure. in the N- NFC. How well he played this year, and uh, without him, the, the Bucks aren't going into the playoffs. Uh, Matt Atlanta, come on, you knew that wasn't going to work with Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke at quarterback, and with Bryce, he was going through the groin pains, uh, which we've seen from most rookie quarterback. C.J. Stroud is such the outlier in what he was able to do, and he was phenomenal this year. And I think what we saw in Houston has gotten overlooked to a certain extent of what type of rebuilding job D'Amico Ryans and what C.J. Stroud has meant to that organization. Bad ownership, bad front office. They've been all over the board um, you know, and these two guys come in and they turn this around so quickly. It is hard to do in the NFL, really hard. I don't see that in the NFC. And so that's why you've had a path here to keep yourself competitive because you haven't had that one team. You, you've had older teams. Tom Brady in Tampa, Drew Brees in New Orleans, Matt Ryan in Atlanta. It, it's a total changeover now, both totally in the NFC South. And so I wouldn't say that they couldn't do it, but it's difficult because now some of your top players, Cam Jordan, God bless him, he's going to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame one day. But we saw this year because of injuries, and also, too, for the time, he wasn't quite the same player. Tyron Matthew goes down. Come on, but we, we saw him at LSU. He's one of the greatest college football players ever in the Southeast Conference. But he's not the same guy anymore. Uh, Demario Davis, uh, he's had some injuries, wasn't quite as good as he's been the last couple years, still super effective, but he's getting up in age. Ryan Ramchak. Uh, I think probably two years ago, arguably the best right tackle in pro football. Man, he's dealing with a major knee injury. And who knows what's going to happen on that part. You've got some major pieces of the puzzle here. And Michael Thomas, he ain't never playing another game with the Saints. Never. Uh, You've got a lot of rebuilding to do. You have a lot. Atlanta's in better shape than the Saints. (laughs) <laughs> because of the fact they're younger. I think they're just a quarterback away. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that they are much closer 
to putting themselves in a position. And why Arthur Blank? Uh, it took him this long to figure out Arthur Smith wasn't going to do it. It's stunning to me. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, so, I, going into the season with Desmond Ritter, and I like Desmond. I, I've got to know him when he had come to Manning, and uh, I think he's a really good athlete. His consistency level, though, as a passer, uh, always troubled me uh, in watching him play at the pro level. But, man, look what's around them. Deshaun Robinson, uh, Tyler Algier, uh, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Man, uh, give me that. And their offensive line is really good. It, I, I think they've got a pretty good offensive line. And I thought Ryan did a good job this year defensively with the talent he had. And remember, they lost Grady Jarrett halfway into the season. Uh, arguably their best defensive player. Man, they are a lot closer than the Saints are. Okay, I it just you know so they're going to go. They they need a youth movement, so a disruption of the roster with an unproven coach who hasn't proven that he's a playoff, you know, worthy NFL head coach, and that's hard. It's hard in this league to to go to the playoffs, but that to me is not a recipe. That's not the gumbo recipe for success. No, and both here's here's the thing too. You had a lot of people say the team quit on him. My thing is, that's a bunch of horse hockey. You don't win four to last no, five games fair if enough. your team quits on you. Fair enough. So I, I do give him credit there that when, man, the ship got rocky in seas, so to speak. Yeah. They were able to, to kind of straighten it out. Now, it was a bad game against the Rams on that Thursday night game. And I always sort of think about this. When you have a little older team, and you play on a Sunday, then you play again on a Thursday, mm, it affects them more. It affects them more. Mm -hmm. Man, that's a short time frame to get ready to play. And uh, and the Rams were just hot. And I think other than what I've seen, so to speak, in Houston, what Sean McVay did with the Rams was phenomenal this year. Um, most people didn't know who the hell uh, Puka Nakua was. Okay, he did go to the senior bowl, and he put up some great numbers at BYU. They didn't know who he was. What Karen did at running back, he was a good player for Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, but, man, he's become a football player. But how quickly they were able to piece together, I think, a, I'd say a slightly above average defense. They're winning with offense. And Matt Stafford coming back from a major injury to play like he did, Sean McVay did a fantastic job, and it was all chips in. They won a Super Bowl. Then you had to dismantle, and he was able to do so. Now he's got a much younger team today than he did three years ago. And, man, Sean McVay can coach, flat-out coach to utilize and hit on that young talent across the board uh, was so impressive to watch this season. Really, really was. Yeah. And to watch the Rams. And I'm not just talking about the last game because, you know, with the 49ers, that, they weren't really playing for anything. No. But how he got this team back into the playoff hunt and into the playoffs, there's nobody that picked that. No one before the season picked the Rams. Uh, to play this well and be a playoff team. No one. 
they've done a great job, uh, Sneed and, and McVeigh. Uh, Mike D, thank you so much. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Um, at Mike Dettelier on Twitter. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, Mike D, enjoy Super Wild Card Weekend, and we'll, we'll talk next week, buddy. The best week of pro football playoff-wise always has been. Thank you. I agree. I can't wait. Thanks, Mike D. Uh, he joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Dennis Allen coming back. Uh, what will they do with Carmichael? And as Mike D said, you've got uh, Cam Jordan. You've got uh, Demario Davis, who I love. He's been in the studio. An absolute dude. Brandon Mississippi. Um, and several others. That You're just old. And so, is this the recipe for success? You just had the easiest schedule in the history of the franchise. And you went 9-8 and eight but didn't make the playoffs. Now you got a, a youth movement with an unproven coach. And you may bring in John Gruden, who I think is wildly overrated. So you mix all that up. I don't think that's the crawfish etouffee of, like, five-star playoff worthy. So you're just going to run it back again, try to retool the roster, and see if you can make the playoffs. We'll see. The Out of Bounds Show is driven by your next Nissan Pathfinder and Nissan Rogue at Cannon Nissan in Jackson. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.